American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. Americans began to reject the trappings of Britishness, the superficial consumer goods of Britishness, in favor of a more essential political identity based on ideas of freedom. And like the Sons of Liberty, these new kinds of organizations began to emerge based on those older resistance groups from the earlier period, but now with a harder, more political, more committed edge. Committees were formed that allowed the different colonies to combine and unify and act as one. Farmers in Virginia announced that they would no longer import from Great Britain any commodity whatsoever until the cruel acts of the British Parliament against the Massachusetts Bay and the town of Boston are repealed. Everyone from the cities to the country felt outraged by the Tea Act and galvanized by the Tea Party. A Pennsylvania preacher stated that continuing to purchase tea under the present circumstances is high treason against three million Americans. Consider that he's using the word Americans there and not colonists, that these two things are opposed. The buying of tea, the using of tea on the one hand, and American on the other. These are stark contrasts. In 1774, the non-importation and non-consumption movements spread. A new kind of American identity was articulated through the rejection of a certain kind of shopping practice, a certain kind of consumption, part of capitalism. And in this moment, freedom was defined not as something given by the crown, but as something given by God and by nature. A freedom both to be part of a society and to reject that society, to buy tea and reject tea. The First Continental Congress met in September of 1774. And it emerged out of these different kinds of associations, these associations of resistance. People who've been part of the non-consumption movement now became part of the First Continental Congress. In Philadelphia, they articulated not just a local town identity, not just a local colony identity, but a new national identity in reaction to the regulation of tea sparked by the Tea Party. On October 20th, they announced, to obtain redress of these grievances which threaten destruction to the lives, liberty, and property of His Majesty's subjects in North America, we are of the opinion that a non-importation, non-consumption, and non-exportation agreement faithfully adhered to will prove the most speedy, effectual, and peaceable measure. And therefore, we do for ourselves and the inhabitants of the several colonies whom we represent firmly agree and associate under the sacred ties of virtue, honor, and love of our country. The resolution of this conflict with the crown would in fact not be peaceable, but it would involve a love of country. The revolution was won with guns and ships, not by tea, but it was tea that brought people together. It was the effect of a new kind of consumerism made possible by a global trade that 
enabled the foundation of a new kind of American identity, an American identity which enabled those kinds of guns and ships and armies to resist the British crown and form a radical new experiment in democracy and capitalism, the United States. For more information, go to edX.org and look for American Capitalism, A History with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist, or go to facebook.com slash American Capitalism MOOC. This podcast has been brought to you by Cornell X from Cornell University. Thank you.